Are you happy with your life's decisions? Some of them, perhaps, but what about all of them? What if, by changing your thought patterns, you could manifest a magical, mysterious, and inspired life? Welcome to Sacred Haven Living with host Carolyn McGee. Learn from amazing guests who have taken their lives to a whole new level, along with intuitive wisdom from your host. It's time to live the life you've always dreamed about. Now, here is Carolyn McGee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sacred Haven Living. I am Carolyn McGee, your Sacred Haven Living Guide, here to um, explore the magic and mystery of healing opportunities available to us all the time. We are here to combine reality and imagination for um, empowerment and healing. And I'm so thrilled to have with me today um, my friend and publisher, Laura DeFranco. Uh, welcome, Laura. Thank you, Carolyn. I'm happy to be here. This is, you know, my favorite subject. <laughs> Absolutely. And we are going to be talking about right to be me. And that is writing to really step into your most authentic self. So uh, as always, though, before we really dive into the fun and juicy part, let's start making our way into Sacred Haven. So uh, you've noticed the path. And it heads in uh, towards a beautiful reflection pool. So let's gather all, all of our energy. And you know, one of the beautiful things about being in healing and um, in this um, imaginary and real world is we're all together, whether we're listening at the same physical time or not. But energetically, we are a collection and a collaboration. So just imagine the entire group of us walking down this path. Maybe you're seeing old friends or a few new friends drawn to a certain person. You don't know why. Let's just gather our energy around this sacred reflection pool. <sighs> now, as you best, as you feel guided or comfortable, put your hands out to the people on either side of you. And maybe you want to just put them in the direction of the people, or maybe you actually want to hold hands, but feel us creating a circle. It's our sacred circle for healing. It's our sacred circle for community and connection and collaboration. And just feel that beautiful energy. And as you are, you can close your eyes, or maybe you want to look in the reflection pool and ask for a message a specific message that you are looking for, something you are trying to heal in your life. And maybe you'll see an image in there, or perhaps as we close, the image will come clear to you. But just allow it, see it, welcome it. Beautiful. So let's take another breath and just release it and start our way into the garden. So, Laura, do you, we're, we're looking for the right to be you portal. Do you have a sense of which direction we should head in? Well, I immediately thought right because well, of right. I don't know. <laughs> Let's write right. I like that. <laughs> That's a great play on words, and it's also highly logical, which, as you know, is one of my energies. So let's do that. <laughs> so let's head off towards the right and see where we go. I'm starting to just see like a little bit of a glow um, off to that right side. Do you see it? <laughs> oh, I'm working my way around the pool right now, Carolyn. Mm, okay. All yeah. right. Good, 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 good. Well, I'm kind of seeing this. It's almost like a pulsing um, energy coming out from this big tablet. Uh, and, you know, one of the beauties of Sacred Haven is that everybody sees the energy differently. You experience it with your own imagination and create your own reality from it. So do you, what do you see, Laura? Well, so the color purple came to me a moment when you, um, a moment ago when you, mentioned to the tablet, but the purple is sort of behind it in the distance. Mm, so how beautiful. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what that was, but it, it was part of the idea when you talked about the tablet. 
Yeah. And, you know, since you do so much work with intuitive writing, doesn't it make sense that we would have purple around our tablet? Gotta love the purple. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, I'm feeling like we just need to go up and touch it. So, let's just do that together. Oh, do you see it moving now? So, it's moving out of the way and we can just move our way into... Um, you know, for me, it looks like a cozy little writing nook, like at Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> you know, I love those with a fire. It's so cozy to just sit and either read or journal or, or, or write your next book. So let's get ourselves settled in here and, and talk about writing. So, Laura, you, um, you're a publisher. You're an editor. You've, how many books have you published? Yourself. I, I was going to say for myself, I have nine now. And um, in terms of publishing, we're over the 25 mark at this point. So, yeah, I was just getting all my ducks in a row so I could be able to actually tell you guys what that was. I've been in multiple collaborations myself mm. with a chapter and co-authored a couple of times. And yeah, yeah there's lots going on there. Yeah. And it's, and one of the things that drew me to you when I first met you, um, however many years ago that was, was that you use your intuition. You know, I mean, intuition is like one of my core, I'm going to call it a core value. It really is a big aspect of myself. And you were the first writing teacher that um, embraced intuition rather than style and tactics. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that so that people can understand the value of really following their hearts and their guidance when they write. Thank you for that. It, you know, awareness is the foundation with which I do everything. And it's, you know, in a 30 year career of healing, um, I've learned that that has to be the foundation if you want anything good to happen, right? With awareness, mm -hmm. we get choices. So the intuition is something that I think of in a lot of different kinds of ways, but in terms of my writing, what a cool gift it was the day I realized I could channel words. I would not be the person to have said that to you, I don't know, even 10 years ago, mm -hmm. because I thought that was a gift given to everybody else around me, but not me. And then when it started to happen and I felt that connection and understood what it felt like, wow, changed my whole game, the writing game, my life, my business, yeah. you name it. Yeah. And you know, I think one of my most profound healing experiences, it was before I met you, uh, you've layered in on top of it for me, but my very first uh, book that I wrote, uh, it was deeply healing for me. And, uh, you know, I, I grew up the logical analytical one and my sister was a creative one. So I got rewarded for doing the math, doing the science, getting a good grade in all of those subjects. And when I came home with an A on an English paper, it was kind of like nice, you know, okay. Just it, it, it wasn't my lane, so to speak. Uh, so when I decided I was going to write this first chapter, I was so anxious. And I also wrote about, you know, my ex-husband and the healing journey of the divorce and acknowledging all of that. So, I, I mean, I had multiple layers on it. Um, but I didn't know to use my intuition at that point in time. So, it was a struggle to put the words on paper. And, uh, you know, it, learning how to do that has really been a game changer for me. Definitely. There's an ease and a flow. And you know what there is? There's a trust because it's no longer coming from you. It's coming from something right. much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. When you use that source. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then you know that it's what needs to come through instead exactly. of what, you know, because we're, we're all famous for getting in our own way. Right. And I always think of the writer's block that they, you know, talk about so much and that, you know, it's almost like a syndrome in the writing world is because they're trying to use their brains to make something happen instead of allowing something to happen. Oh, you better watch out if you're going to get me started on writer's block because, <laughs> you know, you know that I think it's BS because 
what that is, is you're just thinking too much. You've gotten out of your body, literally. You're just, yeah. you, you got to come down and center and ground yourself and feel and be in that connection to have the words move through. So when you're feeling stuck in your writing, you really just started thinking it, uh, it through too much, analyzing it, trying to figure mm-hmm. out if it's good enough or if this should be that. And you forgot that you have a natural connection to the absolute perfect words, but it is really through your body connection. Yes. Yeah. It's a a really important thing. So when you say intuition, I feel like it's the language of the soul is messages coming through all day from your body, how you're sensing things and feeling Mm -hmm. things. So that's what I practice. Yeah. It's so powerful. And, you know, around the same time that I was, um, you know, well, I had finished that one, but I was starting to do more blogs and, you know, articles and guest um, things for people. And I would be sitting there struggling, you know, in my head, what's the next right word using like the thesaurus to do, you know, antonyms and synonyms, you know, all of that tactical stuff, right? Because I'm an engineer. That's what I did. And my cat used to jump up on the shelf and space clear. He would take all of my crystals and push them on the ground to make me stand up, get back in my body. And all of a sudden I'd remember oh, I'm a channel. I just need to sit down and allow the words to move through me instead of being so stuck in my head and made the hugest difference. And it was uh, in the beginning, I would be like, why is he doing that? He's distracting me. And then I'm like, oh, he's teaching me. (laughs) Yeah. Good job, kitty. Good job. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He He was the king of that. He was really good at it. And he got to the point where he would jump up and he'd look at me like, are you going to get it this time? Or do I actually have to push everything off? Like, okay, I'll stand up. (laughs) Don't break the crystals. (laughs) I'll go for a walk. I'll stretch a little bit. I'll literally just go outside and let the sun shine on my face for a minute. I'll back away from my computer and do some deep breathing for 10 breaths. But when, and that's all it takes. Like, I want people to be encouraged that this can be a very quick connection if you just drop back in again. Um, At least it feels quick to me now after practicing that. Mm -hmm. I think practicing is key. You know, I I typically open with three breaths and I realize I didn't do it today, um, which is, I guess, a good point for me to bring up of you know, having a practice like that, you know, something that's consistent every time you start something. And usually anytime um, I do a podcast, I do a healing circle, I do a sermon, I do my writing. I'm, it's always this three, three deep breaths um, in through my nose, out through my mouth. So that kind of really cleansing and centering energy that allows me to step more into flow of what I need to receive and what I need to offer to people. And I think for me, that was a big shift when I got into realizing that it's an offer. You know, our words are a sacred offer for people. Yeah, it's, um, you know, when you choose with intention, you have an ability to change somebody's life. It's that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you really sit to think about that, the words and their vibration, then things can start to be very, very interesting. And, and of course, you know, we're speaking about writing, but we're also speaking about speaking. Right. We're speaking about all of the different ways that we show up in a certain kind of energy. Yes, really, really important. Yeah, it's powerful. And you know, for me, I'm such a big giver that when I could realign the anxiety I had about kind of being seen and being out there into I'm giving, I am giving people an opportunity to know me in a different way. I am giving uh, my knowledge that I, you know, I have obtained over years and with hundreds of, you know, well, thousands of dollars. I don't probably is hundreds of thousands of dollars over the year if I count my college education and all of that. You know, there's a, there's a lot that I do have. And, um, you know, we're all so unique that if we forget that nobody else has our perspective and our knowledge, then, you know, who are we not to share that? Yes, no doubt. 
there's there's one thing that paralyzes my writers and it's like um well this has already been written before this this isn't new i'm not sharing any you know new information and so what i say to you is well it's all been written done and said before but not by you So that is the reason to step up and say it, even if it has been written before. What about you adding your unique voice and your unique skills and your unique experience to that? That's what makes it important. There's someone out there that needs to hear it in only the way you can say it. I believe that wholeheartedly now. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, that was kind of the key for me. So hopefully there's somebody out there that's been debating wanting to write that can understand that there is somebody who's waiting for you. And and there's so many ways to deliver information, right? There's, you know, the podcasts or TV shows, or you can write poems or you do the open, open mics. And, you know, it's like what works for you and and have fun with it. Yes. Well, that's the vibe thing again. And I decided that my success is directly measured by the amount of fun I am having these days. I'm too old to do it any other way. (laughs) Right. So I'm bringing more fun into my life, no matter what is happening around me, which keeps me young. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's, 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 it makes it more interesting too. Right. You know, one of the things I struggled with when I first started, you know, the coaching, healing, teaching um, business was everybody was so serious. Everybody was so formal. Everybody had a pattern. Everybody fit in. I'm like, I don't do good in those little boxes and following the step-by-step thing. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I was really feeling like a failure until... I don't even remember who I met and they're just like, well, then do it your way. I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> I can do it my way. <laughs> but do that's it. the writing style, right? <laughs> yeah. Do it your way and trust that you have exactly the perfect right audience for your way. I think we were afraid we get told it needs to be done in a lane and that is the way the right way, and you won't be successful if you do it any other way. Meanwhile, we're stuck in that box, you know, never exploring our way, which could be the miracle way, (laughs) the way that changes the paradigm and changes, you know, people's lives. So, you know, that's Mm -hmm. risk-taking. You have to be willing to take a little bit of a risk and jump out of the box and and give it a try, give it uh, an experiment. I like doing that with with a lot of the things that I do. Yeah, I think experimenting is like another one of my foundational energies. Uh, it's I I remember you know like moving plants around my yard. I'm, anybody who's listened to the podcast knows that I'm a, a huge um, you know gardener and. I would be like, well, you know, there might be enough shade here. There might be enough sun here. Let me try it and see what happens. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? I move it again in the fall, right? I'm not going to let it die. I won't ever let it go to be that far. And it was so freeing for me not even following the words on, you know, the seed packet or whatever, just that small amount of following my own guidance, following what feels right for me and playing with, you know, the colors and the location and, then I was able to move that into the writing, you know, to my own unique style. So, you know, not being so rigid about things was just really empowering. Yeah. And when you realize that someone responds to it at that point, it kind of validates it. I think we all need a little bit of that kind of acknowledgement and validation. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we don't know that it's really working except for two, I have two meters, my joyometer over here, you know, like I said, if I'm having a good time and I'm feeling good, then something is right about it. Yeah. And then over here, there, there have been such kind words about it. Hey, you know, that way that you wrote that, that's, I needed to hear that. Um, and so how cool it is um, when somebody reaches out to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, the, yeah, validation. And I remember when I first was starting to, you know, just in general, become me a little bit more, I realized how much external validation I looked for, whether it was 
the type of job I was doing, what classes I was taking, how I was presenting things. I was constantly sending out my writing for feedback instead of trusting my own self. And but get but getting that, you know, that first review on something or a co- positive comment from somebody that doesn't know me, like that was so validating and then really gave me confidence to start trusting what I was saying and that there was, that people were hearing me as me. I've gone so up and down on this particular thing that we're talking about right now. I've needed it desperately, the validation, and I've Mm -hmm. needed it at certain stages and I've received it and been so grateful And then there's this other thing in the healer land that says detach from the outcome, whether the people are saying it's amazing or whether they're saying it's crap, just detach from that so that Mm. you can get your own internal validation. So you're just reminding me I've been on this roller coaster of wanting it and then realizing that it's it's okay not to have it and then wanting it again and then you know it's that type of thing for me but um i do really appreciate people reaching out to let me know mm-hmm. you know oh yeah the feedback is so great and i remember one of my teachers when um i started my youtube channel and i put out the first video and some troll came in and made some awful awful comment and I was like reaching out for emotional support because I was traumatized by it. And she's like, Carolyn, you've made it. Uh-huh, yes. When you, when, when you get a troll or, you know, that negative energy, then, you know, you've made it. Just celebrate the heck out of that. <laughs> well, there's a reframe I did not see coming. It's the best reframe ever. My very good friend, um, Phil Tavolacci, thank you for this one. He said to me, when you get your first one-star review on your book, you know you've made it. So there's the book version of what you just said. It's yeah. like, oh, you know, because finally you stand for something that created that rift. And people think that's so bad, but actually it's really good. Mm-hmm. It means that you attract the exact right people you're meant to, and you're not sitting there trying to talk to everyone all the time. That uh, voice isn't much of a voice. So it's okay to have a one-star review. Yeah, it's so powerful because, you know, that's, I think, a big part of what you're teach- what I learned with you and your teaching was, you know, really being your authentic voice and not trying to cater to everybody. You know, I think as humans in general, especially as healers, which, you know, that's my world, and you cater to healers, um, we want to we be everything to everybody instead of really, you know, acknowledging that this is my, this is my area of exer- expertise. This is that part that brings me joy. So, yeah, re- uh, understanding that and accepting it and, and you know, it's, I'm not going to make everybody happy. That one right. was a tough one. That one was a tough one for me. Not making everybody happy. It has been a tough one for so many people, not only in that world, but then when you step out and you choose to publish something, you choose to be out loud with your voice like you're doing on this wonderful show. You know, you're taking that next step. Not everybody is able to even take those steps because they can't get over that other thing. Um, And this is a rough road. This, you know, this is a self-development journey. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's, and I think too, a lot of people, there's a fear of it being permanent, right? It's like yes. you can have a conversation and it's not being recorded. So there's a fear that you can feel like you can be more authentic. But the, for, and I, again, going back to my own personal journey, putting it down on paper. There was, you know, this past life fear <laughs> that kind of amped up because it's it's valid. And then there's the um, what is my mother going to think? What's my, <laughs> you know, what's my cousin going to think? And, you know, the, all that energy around of being different, being ostracized, not fitting in when reality is we, nobody fits in anyway. You're right. I guess one of the problems with that is that feels like survival kinds of fears. I mean, that's a primal instinct to belong to the tribe so that you survive. Mm 
And nowadays there's no tigers. There's no, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, being banished from your tribe. However, if you start to get hit in the heart with those kinds of feelings, it feels just as bad. And so, you know, here we are talking about the, the healing work that we do um, and try to help guide others too. Uh, it's not so fun lots of days. No, there's definitely moments that don't feel so good. And, you know, I, but the flip side of that is the relationships can become more real. You know, I have done such deep healing with my mom and, you know, I mean, my, my mother and I love each other, but just like all mothers and daughters, we've got our challenges and um, the journey of me writing about truly the impact of growing up the way I did has allowed her to see it from a different perspective and reading it in words allowed her to process it and then for us to have a conversation. So there's not that headbutting of I need to be heard in this moment. It, there can be, you know, it's just like letter writing. When we come back from the break, we can talk about letter writing and journaling because I think that's such a powerful part of healing that I know is also a really important to you. Yes, perfect. Thank All you. Right. You're welcome. All right, everybody. So this is Carolyn McGee, Sacred Haven Living Guide. We're going to take a break and we will be more right back to talk about the Right to Be Me port with Laura DeFranco. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas, and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you, too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Sacred Haven Living. Want to find out more about Carolyn McGee and our program? Visit CarolynMcGee.com. That's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N. MCGEE.com. Now back to Sacred Haven Living. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sacred Haven Living. I am here with Laura DeFranco, and we are talking about the Right to Be Me portal. And you know, one of the most profound healing um, exercises for me was writing to myself. You know, I would write letters to people that I was angry with and then burn them. 
but I was purging that energy and that um, getting my thoughts out of me and making them real and live. And I know that's something that's you're passionate about, Laura. So I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. It's such an incredible writing exercise. If you've never done it, is write a letter to your younger self. Everything that you would have loved for that mm. little girl or young woman to understand that you know now as your warrior woman, you know, as your as your warrior. So I loved writing that letter to her, and I and I did it in a few different ways. I did do it at the different ages because. Y'all know that there's certain things that happen at those different ages. So I did want to speak to my five-year-old and I wanted to speak to my 20-something-year-old. So in your life, you might have a stage where you want to write this letter, but that's profound healing because with your awareness that you have now, oh, right, we can do anything now. So a lot of time I'll hear my little girl be afraid And I'll just take her hand and say, come on, we got this together now, you know? Um, Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is really cool. And for me, one of the biggest things was the concept that I don't need to keep it. You know, I had journal, I still have some, you know, I recently moved and I was unpacking boxes. I'm like, oh my gosh, this journal is like 15 years old. And I, I did set it aside because I want to kind of review, the, the, have the power of the words and then kind of have a ceremony of letting it go because I'm no longer that person. But now understanding that I don't need to keep it all. Like, I don't, you know, who I am in this moment is not who I was 30 seconds ago and not who I'm going to be 30 seconds in the future. And so I don't have to hold it all to prove anything to myself or to other people. And that was just such a big realization for me. And it can be extremely transformative to let go of stuff like that. But man, do I have an opposite story for you. You ready? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so my whole career, I knew I was going to write a book and you, you could ask my friends and family because I talked about it all the time. I know, you know, one day I'm going to write a book and I never knew what it was, though. And so, like, I went through a couple of decades not writing my book because I could never think of the thing that I wanted to write it about. And then my son and I started the Taekwondo journey together when he was five and a half. After six years of training together, we earned our black belts together. And here's the punchline of this story. I have, was, and am an avid journaler. And I wrote through six years of our training, the stories of my life, being a wife and a mom and a martial artist. And at the end of that time, when we um, when we graduated and earned our belts, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the book. Oh, I just and got chills. I, <laughs> and I could open up the journals, the, the six years worth of journals. This wasn't like one book, right? There was at least a book per year. And my book was basically already written. I could take the pieces out that I wanted and then I filled in the blanks and there was my first book, Living, Healing, and Taekwondo. Beautiful. (laughs) And that's an awesome book too. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. (laughs) So, but I, I totally get the part about letting go of them too. You know, there is some of that stuff, old notebooks, old, old anything that was you before. Mm-hmm. Like what a wonderful a ritual ceremony to do when you are ready to transform into another newer v- version of yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I found some notes that I had made um, as I was going through my divorce and you know, I had been keeping them in my office at work. And um, when I left there and moved and I was in my own home, I found them and I, and my kids were with their dad for the weekend And I remember sitting um, down in the basement where the box was and opening it and reading each page, like really honoring who I was and feeling it from a different perspective. Like I wasn't that hurt. I I was still hurt, but I wasn't the, the, the totally hurt and wounded person I was when I was writing those a few years ago. And so I could have compassion for who I was, I could actually get into compassion for my ex-husband for the, for, you know, the big change that was going on in our lives. And 
that rereading that, and I, I kept a few, I'm like, oh, this is important. I'm going to need to go back to that. But for the most part, I had a really nice you know, night and I used it as my kindling for my fireplace. And it was, it was just like, you know, it was part of it, right? It brought me joy to sit there. And it also released any attachment I had to that old way of being. It was so powerful. Yes. I, um, sometimes I can't believe what I wrote through, Mm. um, and, you know, taking the time to read some of those notes now, I don't, I don't really go back and harp on the past words. Um, I'm just interested in the transformation and yeah. yeah, So, you know, where your focus and intention go, the energy is going to flow. Mm-hmm. So most of the time I'm moving forward to that place. I feel like I'm yeah. going. Yeah. There's so much power in that. And I think you know, for me, I really needed to do a big purge and clear energy so I could step into, you know, where I'm going. And all of that happened before I started writing the collaboration books with you. And I think I've got four now with you. <laughs> so yeah. I know. And another one coming sometime early next year, I'll be the lead um, author uh, creating my own collaboration on inspired living superpowers. Yes. Super, super exciting. Um, Bringing the voices together to help people with whatever the topic is we're, you know, focusing on in the book. It's been amazing. And it's, and it's another layer of healing for people, you know, to kind of bring the topic back to how writing can heal. It's, 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 also, it's creating or owning your expertise. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I think I'm still surprised when the authors will come to me and they have signed up for a project and they're ready to get some of them seasoned authors, not only beginner authors. And they say to me, holy moly, I didn't know what I was signing up for in terms of healing, in terms of the healing, which is what, you know, I want to share about that. You think you've done this and that, and you think you've done the work over here and you've gotten over the, the challenge or whatever, yet you're ready to tell this story maybe that you've never told before in a particular way. And all of a sudden you find yourself in the middle of a little mm-hmm. mini healing transformation. And you're like, whoa, really? Like, I thought I had already done that, you know, and I I guess not. But um, that's what I'm here for, really, to be a publisher, yes, but to be a publisher who honors the healing process, both for the writers and the readers of our books. I think that's really important. It is. And it is so transformational with... um you know, that because of the collaborations, you're getting, you know, 25 different views on a certain subject and it's, it's rich, you know, because some of them are going to, like we were talking about earlier, some of them are going to resonate and some of them aren't. But when you've got this many stories and transformation and tools and opportunities, you're going to find the person, the energy, or maybe it's a combination of them that, breaks open something that has been holding you back or holding you down for a long period of time. There's just such power in it. Yeah. And you know how it is when you've heard something 10 times, but it's the 11th person who (laughs) tells you where you're finally like, oh, I really get it all of a sudden, you know? I know. Um, Yeah. We need that many voices. We need all the voices and we need it, even if we were going to write about one thing, we need it said in a hundred different ways so that all the people can find their nugget in there. And I've, I've heard that over and over and I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard from reviewers, you know, they tell their friends, you will definitely find a nugget you know, that could change everything. I love that question too. What if there's something you haven't learned yet that could change everything? So our books have a lot of that in them. They absolutely do. And, you know, I think one of the other aspects that's been fun for me is building the community of people who either have a shared common thing, uh, you know, like superpowers is, is, 
what um, mine is going to be about. So everybody's got a superpower and how do they approach it and what's, what do they view their superpower to be? And, you know, some of the other ones, you know, building community or, you know, sacred medicine and, you know, stress relief. It's just having um, those different ways of looking at things and then broadening your network. Because I think networks and collaboration and building community is also extremely healing. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you so much for talking about community because it is by far the most powerful thing I ever did for myself as a human and as a business owner. Both things all the time. When you gather with a circle of people and you're literally, you know, in the beginning today, you had us make the circle and reach out. So I was definitely holding hands with people on either side of me. And that's how I feel about my business moving forward. I used to think that success meant I had to do everything on my own. And boy, Mm. was that a wrong way to think about it. (laughs) It's not that I couldn't do everything on my own because guess what? I sure did. I burned out that way too. And so then when you grab hands and you have people in collaborative versus competitive energy, everything changes. And there are enough people in the world to help us all. There's not a competitive thing. So I think when people start to change their minds about that and really understand the power of community, um, yeah, everything can change from there. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's. I, I keep going, or I keep remembering, or hearing um, that old statement of "It takes a village." Like it takes a village to raise a child, and it really yeah. takes a vis- village to create a business. It takes a village to do deep healing. You know, it's we don't do it alone. We don't journey alone. And you know, if if you're on Facebook, you can see, or you can go on and look at the banner. There's like multiple paths coming into uh, Sacred Haven. And as you get into Sacred Haven, there's multiple ways. You know, we chose to go right in the beginning, but we could have gone left and there was other things out there. And, you know, that's, we, we, there's never a wrong choice. And when we allow ourselves to have the support, then maybe, you know, you go a little ways down a certain pathway and somebody can say, well, have you tried such and such? And you can modify where you're going because you've got the, the support and the knowledge that you wouldn't have if you hadn't asked a question or reached out your hand. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on we chose to go right. You know, we chose to go right. right. Instead of just do it, just go right, you guys. Go right. Like, it's going to be okay. Just get those words out on the paper. So, I write to feng shui my soul first and Mm. foremost. And so if I can shift my energy and clear the space by getting some words on a piece of paper, and like you said earlier, I could burn them, I could toss them, I could recycle them, I can move the energy and then let that go, right? Your writing doesn't always have to be something that someone else reads. And a lot of the times it's something that you don't want anyone to read. Right. Oh my gosh. Did you have the little diary with the little lock and the key? On the it? little lock on it. I did. I did. Yes. <laughs> right. Like, so we want to lock it all up, but I, I think that's kind of funny thinking about that now. It's like you're best ever dreams and secrets and musings and things you put in there. And then we're going to lock it up in a little box and never let anyone see it. It just now it doesn't make sense to me. Then of course it did. Cause I was writing about boys and things like that. But. <laughs> right. And we didn't want anybody to know how we really felt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. And one of, um, Oh, lost my train of thought. Journaling. Oh, so with journaling for me too, because I've got an engineering background, I realized that I don't have to write complete sentences. You know, I'm kind of a rule. I do have a little bit of rule keeper stuff in me. And when I started realizing that I could put my thoughts down as line items or bullet points, and then, you know, almost like a creating an outline, but getting my thoughts on paper, making them tangible and you know, getting them out of my head and into reality. That was another huge energetic shift for me. You know, there's a thing there also um, when it's out loud. And now I'm talking about writing, not just speaking. But when it's out loud like that, out of you, Mm -hmm. it's real. 
other than that, it's all up in your head constantly and it's not real yet. So if you have a dream, if you have a desire, if you have something that's burning inside of you in terms of purpose, get it out of your head and make it real. So claim it, write it down, speak it to a BFF, like say it out loud, right? Somehow. And I think that that energy shift is manifesting kind of energy shifts. Mm-hmm. And yeah. imagine, imagine all the things you kept to yourself because you were too afraid what someone was going to think about it or someone was going to poo-poo your idea or this or that. No, you know, I'm sort of past that now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's like that thoughts become real, right? Thoughts become things. <laughs> and it, 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 that's how we manifest. We write it down. We come, make it tangible. It kind of turns almost, for me, it becomes like, a goal or, you know, something that I'm going to be working towards. And it's more, it's solid, you know, even if it's, I mean, a piece of paper, it's solid. And then, and I can modify it. You know, that was another thing I I went through the phase of, oh, well, this is my goal or this is what I, my intention and I can't change it. Well, of course I can change it. You know, editing, it's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and if you've written, if you're afraid to publish the book because maybe you'll change your mind, that's what book two is for. So just keep writing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's great. Well, Laura, this has been so fun. Um, I want to let people know a little bit more about you and how they can reach you. And then if you've got any final words of wisdom you want to pass on before we start heading back to uh, the reflection pool, I would love to hear that. So Laura DeFranco is the CEO of Brave Healer Productions, where they publish world-changing wellness books. With 30 years of practice in holistic physical therapy, a third-degree black belt in Taekwondo, and 25 books and counting, she offers powerful expertise and energy that will help leave a legacy with your brave words. When Laura chills out, you'll find her with a mojito at a poetry event with friends, driving her Mustang, which I've seen pictures of is really cool, (laughs) bouncing to the beat at a rave or on a beach in Mexico with something made of dark chocolate in her mouth. Joy is the way she healed herself. So, yes. And bravehealer.com. Is there... um, is there a free gift or something that you would like to offer or a Facebook group you'd like to invite people into? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Please come and join us in Brave Badass Healers, a community for world changers on Facebook. That's the free group. And every first Monday of the month, you guys can join us for a Zoom session for healer business owners. We've got networking, business badassery, um, chatting about different topics. Mm-hmm. And I love to offer that to my community every month. So would love to see you in there. That is wonderful. So thank you so much. So let's just start to um, get out of our nice comfy chairs. At least that's what it was for me. Going to come up and get, you know, stretch out a little bit and uh, just express gratitude for this beautiful energy of this portal and um, start moving our way out and close that tablet to close off the energy of that portal until it's time to come back again. One of the beautiful things with Sacred Haven is that we can uh, come back and visit these portals as many times as we'd like to. And the the powerful thing about, uh, you know, energy, any energy work is every time you go back again, you, you come back at a slightly higher level, a slightly higher perspective, a little bit more knowledge, a little bit different energy, and it's it's more profound. So, it's a lot of fun to do that. So, we're going to start heading our way back towards the reflection pool, and um, oh, look at that over there. It's the Dance for Joy portal. I am honored to have... Um, Nia teacher, master Nia teacher, Helen Terry, as uh, my guest in uh, dancing to move your body and to shift your energy and for healing. So that will be really exciting next week. So, um, so happy to see that pop up along our way. And let's go back and, um, you know, kind of maybe review a little bit. We, we've had that be- beautiful animal 
communication portal that you can go back and listen to, with, uh, which actually looks like my black cat, Petey. He's kind of like a sphinx energy, his spirit self now. And that's there. We've, we've talked about the healing through the heart portal. So that information is out there. We've had some, and the, the priestess energy, you know, spiritual guidance to really shift into um, connecting in with the elements. So we've had some really fun adventures here, healing through um, Sacred Haven. So, but here we are back at, uh, at our reflection pool. So I always like to close the way I open. So let's stand around the reflection pool. And, you know, I'm going to invite you to stand next to somebody different this time. Yeah. Put your hands out, (laughs) connect into the person next to you and feel their energy. But don't, don't stand next to the person that you know. Go stand next to somebody that you don't know or maybe that you want to get to know a little bit different, a little bit deeper. And just feel the energy in their hands as you're standing next to them. And now I invite you to take a deep breath. And if your eyes were closed, open them up and look in that reflection pool. And do you see the answer to the question that you asked when we got started? Did something become clearer to you along our way? Maybe you saw a face of a loved one or a person that you haven't thought of in a long time Take that as your invitation to reach out to them. Or maybe you saw the title of the book that you've been procrastinating getting started (laughs) or the blog post, right? Yeah, it could be the blog post. There's, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge book. It can be a poem, getting yourself started, being authentic. Maybe it is that letter to write to yourself like Laura mentioned, and, and loving on your five-year-old. Whatever it is that you see in there, I invite you to take that action and actually do it. And to comment and let us know how this impacted you, what you learned, what risk you took, and how positive the outcome was when you, you were so courageous and used your brave words for healing. So, Laura, thank you so much for being here with me and spending time in, in this sacred place. I'm very grateful. Thank you, Carolyn. I, um, I got an answer from the pool. I love it. I asked for some strength for something coming up that I have to go through. And the answer was, you are the strength. Ooh, chills so again. <laughs> that felt really good. Thank you. You are welcome. And I would love to hear from other people out there. You know, you can comment on the podcast and, um, and I'll see those and I'll reply. I'll get back to you. So let us know what you saw in that reflection pool. So thank you all. Uh, this is Carolyn McGee, your Sacred Haven Living Guide. I am so thrilled to be with you here every Monday uh, to, to have fun and to raise our vibration and make a difference in the world. Thank you all. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for tuning in this week to Sacred Haven Living. Please join Carolyn McGee again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Next week, more on creating your better life. Thank you.